The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Sorry, just a second. I, I, what? what uh, are we, we going to start? What's what's okay, happening? Ca- count us down one more time. No, we can't count down. We're recording. This is it. Oh, this is okay. This <laughs> this is this is live. This are is, you not recording? Yes, I'm recording. I am recording. Oh my I just, god! I did it, and oh I glanced god. down at the question, and the question was so great that I was distracted. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another week of <laughs> Ten Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer—that's me—and a psychologist. I don't want to be here. <laughs> Try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm uh, exasperated. I'm depressed. I don't know. How are you doing? I'm doing great because this question is uh, is really a good one. In fact, it's so long I haven't even read all the way through it yet. And I just glanced down and realized how daunting it was going to be to read. But I'm pretty Ooh. sure length and quality are directly correlated so this is probably going to be the best question ever here it is i 26 year old female met my partner 34 year old male in 2016 and we fell in love in 2017 we chose not to label our relationship until 2019 and move in together just before the covid quarantine we lived in different states for 2018 and 2019 but kept in close contact via text calls and visiting somehow we never fought until we moved in together I cannot even remember being unhappy, upset, or angry with him during that whole time. Concern, or my concern. Since living together, we have had many conflicts, including general living items, chores, cleaning up after ourselves, driving, and our philosophical views on the world, politics, treatment of humans, etc. We are working on addressing conflicts uh, productively uh, through better communication and avoiding certain conversation topics completely. I feel sad about avoiding political discussions because I am an avid news follower and I enjoy watching how it all shakes out. Either our conflicts or something else has caused our physical intimacy to go downhill and it is mostly non-existent now. He is my first good love where he has had a positive relationship while he has had positive relationships before me. They ended for various life reasons, college or work. I'm not sure our relationship has legs for the long haul, but he is convinced I'm, uh, I'm his end game. I don't really want uh, to be without physical intimacy, but he doesn't want to open the relationship up again. The relationship was open, uh, open up until we moved in together when we closed it. I love him, and still I'm becoming less happy in general as time moves forward. My question, do these conflicts, thoughts, feelings, and reactions sound normal? If not, how so? Any advice or thoughts on courses of action would be appreciated. And then there's a smiley face at the end. So there you go. Take it away, Steve. <laughs> Holy smokes. <clears throat> there's uh there's a lot to bite into. I need to clarify one thing because yes. I was jotting notes and I might have missed a, a turn there. Did you say I'm sorry, did she say she has not had successful relationships but his have and they ended because of school, work, etc.? Yeah, she uh basically it sounded like he's had more relationships than her, but for her this might be her first serious relationship. Okay. Well, he's got eight years on her also, so that makes sense. But it was his or hers that ended because of work, school, etc. His, his, yeah, basically it sounds like he gets in a relationship and stays in it unless his life circumstances, you know, make it move or go someplace else. Hmm. 
might be feeding you the answer a little bit here. I don't don't be cheating off my paper, Steve. <laughs> well, so okay. Her question is, is this normal? And my answer is kind of, but there's a few suspicious flags in here for me. First of all, uh, you really don't know what it's like to be with a person until you're living together. Like, so automatically, whether you're newlyweds or newly moved in, there's going to be a little bit of conflict just as a, a natural part of now sharing your space with another human being. Like, it's hard to never step on each other's toes. The fact, this is the one that confuses me, James. The fact that they were together, <clears throat> and I know they didn't love each other till 2017. The fact that they were together in love for two years before they, quote, labeled their relationship <laughs> is a little suspect. And lastly, uh, he won't engage in political, con or they have decided not to engage in political conversation because it sounds like they're on opposite ends of the spectrum. But how in the world does that not come up through three years of <laughs> FaceTime and email exchanges? Like, uh, so uh, it's bizarre that that, deep foundational piece of her has never been volleyed between them. But the, the most suspect to me is that we were together for two years and I guess the relationship was open, even though they were in love and didn't label it. Like, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if he told you the full truth when he said my other relationships ended because of external circumstances affecting us, school or work or whatever it happened to be. I wonder if those relationships, it, it's sort of like, don't fire me because I quit, one of those kind of things. Like, if they were already on their last legs, and and I don't, I, I'm sort of vilifying him, and I don't mean to. Like, he, it's, he may not be good at relationships. Like, intimacy freaks him out. So he is with people that he can't really be with long term. So he knows he's graduating next year. So he starts a long-term relationship that has a shelf life. Or he knows that he's going to get promoted in four months. And so he starts a relationship that has a shelf life. With you, you were at arm's length the whole time. And it's easy to say I love you and want to be with you forever to somebody who lives a half a country away. Now when you're together, he might be having some buyer's remorse. Like that could be what's causing that friction. Anyway, the advice I have is... <laughs> this is going to sound so trite, but I would really take a long look in the mirror and ask yourself <laughs> if your values line up well enough now that you really know him to actually be with him. And there's no harm in saying no. Like it could be that you guys were good when you weren't living together, when you were just sort of at a friendly, intimate distance, but you're not good when it comes to really being in each other's orbit. And there's no harm in that. That doesn't mean either one of you is flawed. That just means that sometimes it's just not workable together. And you're only 26. Like, you've got a little bit of life ahead of you. So I, that's my first piece of advice is really decide, is this worth pursuing? And don't get caught in the trap of time served where you're like, oh, geez, I have devoted three years of my life to this guy. It, uh, like, I don't want to waste all that time. But you didn't really waste a lot of it. If the relationship was open prior to you two moving in together, you've really only wasted the last little bit here, uh, just about when COVID hit, right? So anyway, uh, that's my advice. I don't know enough about his side of the story to know if this is actually workable, but I would really encourage her to decide now that all the cards are turned up, at least the ones that you'll ever see, is this still a hand that you're willing to play? 
What do you think, James? This is going to be my shortest, simplest, most direct device, advice ever. Break up. End of podcast. <laughs> play the outro. That's it. I mean, this is, I, I can't uh, recall a question we've had that's more clear cut. Uh, so first of all, um, you really weren't in a relationship before. So your relation, you weren't in the same place physically. You, it was an open relationship, so you weren't exclusively committed to each other. I mean, you, you basically had a long distance, a distance texting and FaceTime buddy who you occasionally hooked up with, right, and, you know, if you were in the same right. place. And that's that's not a relationship at all. Uh, I mean, I guess some people might call it a relationship, but basically, when you moved in together and became exclusive to each other, that was completely, completely different than everything you'd done up until that point. Uh, second of all, I think Steve's point about you know how did politics never come up? I think that's really interesting. I mean, some people can deal with people who believe other than they do. I mean, I know on the internet right now, it's it's all, if you disagree with me, you're a monster. Uh, in my experience <laughs> in real life, real life doesn't work that way. I live in a place where most of the people around me don't believe the same way most of the people on Twitter do. And if I <laughs> cut everyone out of my life who did not line up exactly with Twitter's beliefs, I wouldn't be able to talk to anybody. I would have to build a wall around my house and just live in a, in a cocoon. I mean, oh, that's not how it works. What a so wonderful world. Every oh. time I leave my house, I have to go in and around with people who believe differently than I do. And uh, right. if you can't do that, if you can't be in a committed relationship with somebody whose politics don't line up with you exactly, uh, you need to get out. I mean, they, we've all got values. And if that's your top value, um, you need to know that now and recognize that. My wife and I never talk about politics for any reason. We don't, I mean, we line up more or less, but it's just, it's never been a priority. I used to, in college, I had fun arguing with my friends about that, but it's not something I was looking for in a, in a romantic partner. And quite frankly, I'm relieved because that just sounds exhausting. I think you, I think people who follow the news all day, every day, like it's a sporting competition, uh, you know, looking for the latest wins and losses is just, a, it, well, that's a whole different discussion. Anyway, I don't, I don't know that that's the most mentally healthy way to live your life, but if that is what you want uh, and you want to go for that, this is not the guy for you. Uh, and the next, I mean, you've already stopped sleeping together and your relationship is essentially brand new. Like you think it's going to get better in the long run. You think that passion is suddenly going to come mm. back. So you move in together. The bedroom dies. The bedroom bedroom action is important to you. So this is another value that's important to you. And it's not there. No steps are being taken to fix it. And his solution is, ah, oh, it's okay. We'll stick it out. See what happens. Things will only get worse. I mean, I think... I think that passion probably takes a dip anyway when you're no longer this, you know, you're not both on your best behavior because you're living separately. You get together. There's familiarity there. You see his dirty underwear in the wash. Like, you know, that, that some of that's going to happen. Wow. But for it to go from a long-distance relationship <clears throat> to an in-person dead physical relationship, I mean, there's there's just nothing here. You don't line up politically. You don't line up physically. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you're sticking it around for, other than the fact that he thinks you're the one, and that's kind of a, you know, honestly, based on his dating history, it kind of sounds like he's a serial monogamous. It sounds like he sticks it out in a relationship until college ends or he moves for work or whatever. It sounds like he's probably had a lot of people who are the one. I think he gets in one relationship, gets comfortable, and that's it. Uh, but this guy doesn't have anything you're looking for at all, and I think you need to move on. And I, I don't think it gets any simpler than that. Uh, closing thoughts, Steve. <clears throat> yeah, I can't help but wonder if the relationship is still kind of open for him. But uh, hmm. that's just the shadow of <laughs> my mind on this. I'll leave it right there. Steve, going unexpectedly dark <laughs> at the end of the podcast. I like it. 
Well, if you have a relationship question you'd like us to answer in 10 minutes or less, send that question in to James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That ex- that's exploding unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be boyfriend, girlfriend, coworkers, boss, employee, whatever you've got. Send it in and we'll do our best to answer it in 10 minutes or less. This has been another episode of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.